0: Hello and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And welcome to uh, to the next step in our episode by episode journey through Transformers Rescue Bots. Uh, this is episode sixteen: Rules and Regulations.
1: So, so is it going to be a chase solo episode?
0: I mean, kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that title is just very. Chase featured episode. Yeah,
0: it's if uh, if the entire series was a deck of cards, this would be the one at the f- front that uh, tells you how to play poker or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: Not this, really though. This first aired June 23rd, 2012, uh written by the late Dean Stefan, who uh previously wrote uh Four Bots and a Baby. Ah. And will go on to write several more uh uh episodes. And so we, and so we begin with Huxley Prescott, who is welcoming you to Jackass. <laughs>
2: uh, th- this this opening is inferior. Th- most of my notes are from the opening. It, it just, uh, good and bad. Like it, it starts good with Cody respect the TV, which is the best line that Cade has ever said and probably ever will say in this <laughs> entire show.
1: He has a show called I Dare Me where he just does stupid things.
0: I mean, it, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's 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 uh, it's a G-rated version of Jackass.
1: Yes, it it is. Mm. And and this time we are going to learn why they don't show these sorts of shows live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Danger. Although it would be great if they were somehow watching a rerun and that uh, Huxley Prescott died like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why they reran this one.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, you'd think they'd take that out of rotation.
0: So yeah, he has just... dare. And this it is isn't even people writing in. This is him daring himself.
1: Yes. It's,
0: it's, it's I dare me.
1: Yes. It's basically just. Him, like, thinking up stupid things he wants to do <laughs> and framing a show around it.
0: It's somehow even worse than uh, the show Review.
1: <laughs> I have not seen that oh, show. Oh, that's,
0: that's, uh, what? oh, what's the guy's name? I have no idea what that is. Andy Daly, uh, who you may remember from a brief role in Transformers Dark of the Moon.
1: Mm, no, I yeah, he's, don't uh, he's remember Ken, that he's one. He's
0: Ken Jong's coworker. No, no, not ringing him.
2: Uh,
1: I try not to remember that one. Not anyway. quite so much as Age of Extinction, which I think may be the only one I have literally never watched since I saw it in the theater.
2: Oh, that guy. I, I know I've seen him in things, but I honestly cannot remember what.
0: I'm not sure if he was on Community, but he seems like a guy who would have been on Community. mm mm-hmm. Well I've only seen like a season of community. Anyway, so uh so yeah, he is jumping out of this plane and as the uh, as the rescue team watches, they can see that he clearly has his uh his his parachute cord tangled up and thus he is going to plummet to his death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which again, you would think like, does he have a producer? To like, you know, keep an eye out for it. like. Normally, you you have people whose job it is to make sure that this does not happen. Maybe but his I producer guess,
0: is the one flying the plane.
1: I'm I'm assuming he's just his own producer.
0: I mean, that, it certainly uh, seems like he might actually live in that van.
1: Yeah, I'm increasingly convinced that this station he's on is actually just a public access channel. <laughs> he's our- this is all just his public access stuff. <laughs>
0: I mean it seems to me be because i I don't think they're you know I this news broadcast probably isn't getting to the mainland
1: hmm
0: this is just Griffin rock t v mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it basically is at at the most it's just a local channel, but even then like a place like this might not even have a local channel that's not just public access cable mm. so this is yeah, this is Wayne's world. <laughs>
0: I and mean, Huxley Prescott should definitely stick to being in his basement because he is in mortal peril, and the entire rescue <laughs> team has to scramble to save him from dying horribly. And that, then, he's, oh.
1: he's very lucky that he's that they're actually watching it.
0: Yes, and he's also very lucky that there is a nearby backyard kid's birthday party with a conveniently located bouncy house.
1: Uh. Also, at one point, as he's falling, he says, "What was I thinking?" And I. This is a very good question.
2: That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. There's so many. One, you can't talk while falling because at the speed of sound, it's it just the wind whipping. You no one can hear you. Oh, that's a big problem. And and also like there's no way it would take that long to fall. I'm having mythbusters flashbacks because
0: of this. Mostly
2: scene. David, I I saw a documentary
0: um, about this, and this is one hundred percent accurate. Uh, good documentary, uh, Point Break.
2: Yes, that was the ep- <laughs> that was what the Mythbusters episode was busting.
1: That how it does not take this long to fall that long to fall. How they you would not have anything. had time for everyone to get there. Well, he's not. He's only really talking to himself. So <laughs> I'm I'm going to dismiss the the talking as being like representative of what he's saying because there's no actual communication he's, that's he's holding a place. microphone and they're
2: watching it i guess we don't
0: he's well, we got his him? camera drone with him
1: yes he does have his camera drone and his microphone but yes yeah, in the time it takes him brown. to fall they all like Let in their vehicle did they have their stuff on
0: i th- i mean i kind of think they might have just had it on all the time
1: yeah that's fair it is a cartoon yes but but yes, they're able to drive over to the location, get all of these kids out of the bounce house, and then they still have a moment to position and for Chase to step in some cake.
2: Yes. Okay, the stepping in the cake. I part believe was I good. have stepped in cake. Yes. That, that was that <laughs> yes. was good. But like, and then the, the bounce castle, he doesn't just immediately liquefy on it. It. Um... <laughs>
1: No, he bounces.
0: Yes. Yeah, sure. And then, and then his parachute deploys, as does the parachute on his camera drone, which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> yes.
2: it, it's it's a bit excessive and, and uh, just Oh yeah, kids shows don't have to evade laws of physics, yes, but this seems dangerously far. Admittedly, I guess small children are unlikely to jump out of play,
0: still. <laughs> it's, it's all it's all about imitatable acts we are yes, probably thanks. not going to jump out of an airplane.
1: Probably. Yes. Probably not going to have a chance to jump out of the air- of an airplane. If you did have a chance, though, I mean, honestly, whether someone on TV does it or not, Kid's going to do yeah. it.
0: Yeah. So anyway, the day is saved, but Cody's day is ruined because he was going to have a game of catch with his dad, and now he's just playing the sad wall catch.
1: Yeah, it's pretty sad.
0: So, hey, the Chief decides you know I'm gonna cheer you up we're gonna I have an assignment, a security assignment out at Griffin Crest, one of the many areas of Griffin Rock, yes,
1: which keep expanding many yes. secret it's like it's like a video game where it's like, oh, you go over there and there's mountains or you go over here and there's snow. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's like that Griffin yes. Rock is like that, which
2: is like it, like it's any cartoon does that, it's just that... Everything is contained on an island, so it gets exponentially more complicated. And, and at some point, we're going to need a Jurassic Park island map to explain it. And then, then we'll have the base two second island, Isla Nublar, or whatever. The, <laughs> which, oh, maybe that's. Uh, next I believe for.
0: Isla Nublar was the first island. The second island was Isla Sorna, alias oh, Site B. It's been a while. the uh, The second and third movies take place on Site B. Whereas the first and both Jurassic World movies take place in, on Iceland Nublar.
2: Yes. Anyway, so we're, they're going camping on Falcon Crest, or Griffin yes. Crest.
1: So at this point, I, I said in my notes, if only they had a second parent. But, <laughs> yes. but as, as we will see as they're planning this, this big exciting trip, they actually have four extra parents. Yes. So. yes.
2: Well, and if they were properly explaining details between each other and this becomes an an easily-to-solve-problem anime plot episode, if people would talk to each other.
0: Yes. Uh. Yeah, because it is just, hey, no, we, uh, you know, you cannot come with us, bots. You absolutely cannot for absolutely no reason.
1: Yeah, you would think like this we'll get to to why they're not allowed to come with them but it doesn't seem like it, it's not exactly top secret so you would no. think that like they could yeah, say like, hey this place is dangerous to you guys specifically there's at least
2: like two levels further he could discuss it's like robots and machines are not allowed there he could have gone that far because we'll get there there's another step but it could he could have at least said not that i'm telling you to stay here, do not come no matter what we say, do not come. That's suspicious. He could have said because robots are not allowed there. Or something, machines, whatever. Could have had something vague mm-hmm. that's like, oh, th- this is a campground area where like, machines are not allowed. That's the entire gimmick, and that could have been a confusion issue. But instead, it's just like, no, stay here. No follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And then they're like, uh, well, but we want to follow. What if there is a danger? There yes. might be a danger. We need to come in case there is. And then there's a danger, danger.
2: because of the danger that they're not explaining. <laughs> uh,
0: but, well, uh, yes. but you know what? Boulder understands because Boulder knows all about Father Sometime because he read about it on a cereal box.
1: <laughs> yes. Chase read that fiber promotes excellent digestive <laughs> He also read the cereal I, I box. I
0: like that He he, he, specifies, he specifies, I read that same cereal box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, they just found the cereal box, and they're all like, ooh, the human stuff. Ah,
0: human literature. Fascinating.
1: Yes. Very important. <laughs> very useful.
0: So, anyway, uh, Chief and Cody, they take off. Um, and
1: take, Cody takes a lot of stuff, and I'm like... Cody's bag is my everyday carry.
0: <laughs> and and terrifyingly, this means Cade is in charge. Yes.
1: yes but, well, for some... <laughs> why him?
2: Am...
0: He is literally the worst possible person to put in charge.
2: Presumably he yeah, has well, to be we'll, the we'll oldest find out there this is, is the why Dad
0: yes. him. Yeah.
1: There there is one other person who can be in charge who is equally terrible who we'll find out is is somehow in charge. But we will we will get there in a moment. Well, this is
0: true. The the worst human to be in charge. Yeah. Like Graham in charge, fine. Danny in charge, also fine. Honestly, Cody in charge, totally fine.
2: Cody is in charge <laughs> a lot of the episodes. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is true. Yes. Cade, terrible idea.
1: No, yeah, he has to be the oldest for that to be well he, a thing. He's at the all. stupid
2: Red Ranger. Look at his hair.
1: <laughs> I guess that's fair.
0: Oh. Anyway, and uh, so so they take off and they they get to Griffin Crest, and uh, it has an EMP generator.
1: Well, no, I, there it
2: and,
0: and there no, it's, mm.
2: they, it effectively it works like an EMP generator. What, what do they actually call it? Call it something else. Magnetic I thought it was something very something. similar to that, like a
0: pulse generator something. or something. I forget
2: yeah. the exact wording, but it yes, it's effectively an EMP that stops any electronic device in the area from working.
1: That they specifically put in as a safe zone <coughs> for if any Which mechanical stuff is went a great crazy. idea for
2: this island, but it makes me question why didn't they drive the the kill there episodes ago when it was filled with nanites.
0: I mean I guess they couldn't it wasn't really they couldn't really steer it that far.
1: And also I feel like this would have been the plan B for that. Like if what they had done with the killdozer hadn't worked, then they would evacuate. Mm-hmm. Also they suggested it as the place where the people go in case of a mechanical emergency. Ah. So it's
0: So next time we have a day of the machines, we all evacuate here.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Next time, next time that happens, I mean, you know. Every couple of
0: years we now. have a day of the machines.
1: Yes, we have to evacuate everyone to this location. <laughs> I don't know why it's secret.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's not that secret because there is a fence there, an extremely rickety ass wooden fence.
1: Yes, I mean, I guess you, there's no reason you couldn't use a metal fence here. Come on, it's not a mechanism. It's just metal.
0: Yes, but of course it's also dangerous because it's also full of deadly geysers.
1: There's just the one. Oh yes, what what is deadly it called again? All the one we see
2: they mention. There's more, but we we only get
0: the um, old Parker.
1: So this is this is because of the volcano, right?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna
2: say yes.
1: <laughs> well, the volcano <laughs> is.
2: Messed with the island, we had the, the undersea methane, and now we have the, this geysers, which seems, uh, unless this island is already volcanic, which would be really weird for Maine, but more likely, yeah, that fake volcano did
0: something. Haven't, uh, I haven't had a lot of volcanoes here these days, huh?
1: (laughs) Now, I'm, I'm gonna say this is definitely a side effect of their Uh, man-made volcano, because now you have a man-made geyser. I'm just wondering
2: if they had, a like, a maximum overdrive incident on the island, and that's why they built this EMP
0: zone in the first place? (laughs) I'm a little surprised that this isn't just, like, a graveyard for killer robots. It
1: should be! I like the fact that by by saying that this is where they evacuate the people to in a killer robot situation, Mm -hmm. they're just acknowledging that they will just turn the island over to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> killer robots. <laughs> just let it be a, an Isla Nublar of <laughs> killer robots,
0: and it will truly be a planet of robots.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <coughs> just just a bunch of Terminators stepping on skulls on Griven Rock Beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: no, that's where it
0: starts.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. This definitely ends with like uh, Doc Green doing the. Uh, uh, doing the miles days and uh, 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 from Terminator two yes. uh, anyway so the, every now and then you know every, once a month I guess the chief has to go here make sure the fence is fine and just you know make sure everything is in working order in case again day of the machines <laughs>
1: At which point, again, instead of taking—instead of luring the machines to this area that would shut them off, they just take the people there and abandon the island to the killer robots.
0: And speaking of machines, uh, our our favorite machines are busy trying to figure out how camping works. Uh, Chase is doing this by, of course, reading the Lad Pioneer's Handbook, the 1959 edition, which I assume (laughs) is just full of, like— Hilariously archaic advice like how you can't camp with menstruating women or something.
1: Yeah, it's probably got like lots of just really, really misogynistic and yes. just generally bad There are probably
2: some problems in it, but but as uh Chase says rules do not come with an expiration date. Ooh, slip knot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. I mean there's two things Chase loves rules and regulations and new metal.
2: Oh, I thought he liked the the man who can climb anything.
0: He can climb anything, David. He's yeah. the star of the movie. <laughs> he doesn't he didn't even get one of those like cool introductions like every other character.
2: Which like I mean that movie isn't great, but there are moments in that that are entertaining, but that should have been a gag. They should have introduced him as the most impressive one and then had him immediately killed. No, we see him 30 seconds later, he's dead. Yep. It, it doesn't work as a gag.
0: <laughs> and you world. cast like a famous guy as Slipknot. Yeah. Well, like they did with you get, like, uh, like
1: George Clooney or something. X-Force and the Deadpool. Exactly. Movie. Deadpool too.
0: Like maybe, you know, maybe you're not getting Brad Pitt, but you know, you get uh I don't know. I don't know. Uh Keanu Reeves? Uh
2: yeah. oh. I know it's going to be the superhero movie, and it's going to be so entertaining someday. But no, like someone <laughs> maybe a little level below, like at least a well-known character actor,
0: something, anything. Like uh, mm-hmm. maybe a, maybe a John Bernthal or something.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Uh, he's guy, pretty great. He's
0: the guy who played the Punisher.
2: Oh yeah. yeah,
1: yes.
0: Anyway, so yeah, Chase is reading this book, uh, Boulder. Is uh, messing with camping gear, including I assume stuff that was built by Doc Green, including a super bubble tent and a self-lighting campfire.
1: Yeah, I don't remember seeing any of that stuff at REI, so uh, I'm I'm gonna say that this is some Doc Green stuff, which means it probably doesn't come with a manual itself.
0: Ah, but the bubble tent does come with a manual. Yes, it oh does. that's that's well, later a plot point.
1: That's that's a good point.
0: And of course, this leads to disaster. But thankfully, the they put out the fire this causes before it burns down the entire thing.
1: Most of my camping gear has not come with like a manual. It comes with like maybe half a page of Xerox stuff saying like don't str- <laughs> don't strangle yourself with these ropes. Well, they
2: also have things back to the 1950s. Although presumably this is not but this also comes from a Mad Science Island, so maybe somebody did create a manual for it.
1: Yes, ah, uh, I wanna, I want that job to write user manuals for Mad Science stuff.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, bears.
1: Yes, yes, it's the I attack have of so Grizzly much to say. It's
2: finally coming out, starring George Clooney, Laura Dern, and Charlie well, Sheen.
1: F- first, they do. Actually, no, that's right. The bear happens first, yeah. and then they get away from the bear, and then blades is a warrior, yeah. anyway. Sorry, yes, I have a lot to say about bear safety
2: okay <laughs> oh, well yeah you you've been closer to them than I well, I haven't been in a while, but they haven't attacked the porch for food. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if anybody's seen any bears here in a while. I'll have to ask around. I'll have to ask around when I can talk to people again. Wednesdays.
1: My my parents saw one like last week at their place. So,
0: so, Fun. so so they they hide behind a rock, and then they've got a an anti bear device designed by Doc Green, which is a holographic projector of the chief and Cody. Yes. which leads the bear away. Yes,
1: I guess that's probably. More, I don't know if I want to say humane, because it's not like bear spray. Basically, there's this stuff you can buy called bear spray uh, that that my parents do have some of just sitting by the door. uh, That is basically specialized pepper spray. Mm. Uh, It comes in like not quite like a spray paint can but definitely bigger than a pepper sp- like those pepper spray <laughs> like those pepper spray cans you see in videos of cops pepper spraying protesters yeah. yes, it's like a big like professional size pepper spray can but you spray that at, at bears and they're like we don't like this it's not harmful. I would say it's it's probably weaker, I think it's weaker than normal pepper spray that you'd use on people because you don't want you want to deter the bear, but you don't want it angry enough to actually lash out at you uh, so it's more mildly irritating it's it's enough to make them basically just go away
2: without pissing uh, them but, off and then making them blind and angry,
1: yes. But I, I don't know how well holograms would work on bears, because there's probably a certain amount of smell. About
2: the holograms, they mention the Doc Green had everyone come in and get scanned to become holograms. What did he mean by everyone? Did he mean everyone at the station or
1: everyone <laughs> on, on the, the island? island?
2: I assume everyone
0: on the, at, at the station.
1: I was going I to know. assume everyone on the island, <laughs> but... <laughs> It it's it could be either or. It,
2: it's hard to tell here.
1: Look, when you're going into an area where you know there are going to be there there has been reported bear activity, it's usually a good idea to wear something called a bear bell. Uh and basically if you've seen like those big strips of like big jingle bells like couple inch around jingle bells that you can like hang on a door for decoration Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just like one of those and it's just on like a little strap and you can hook it to your backpack or belt or whatever and it just makes noise because if the bear sees you coming it'll leave the the danger with bears is when you surprise them is when you startle them
2: walk into their house
1: Accidentally sneak up on the bear and startle it, and then you're in trouble. Uh, as long, so, like, this bear is acting unusually hostile, is I guess what I'm saying. Mm. And, and safety precautions, though, would, would probably have been helpful. Also, yeah, I, maybe the holograms are more humane than bear spray, or maybe bear spray is just boring. Mm. Anyway, I I have been too close to bears.
0: I mean, maybe this is not a regular bear, but a remnant of Doc Green's uh, experimental super bear project.
1: (laughs) That is also entirely possible because it does seem unusually... Like, I don't think that's the kind of bear that would be in that area. Uh, Here in Virginia, we have black bears, which are not, like, grizzly bear-sized. Uh, so this does seem like an unusually large and brown and hostile bear for, for that region of the country.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see, Maine has black bears. Black bear. Ah.
1: Okay, so it's the same kind of bears that I've been around, which are, you know, not something you actually want to mess with, uh, but they are pretty much never this hostile. Oh, uh,
2: apparently um, there has not been a, uh, fatal bear attack in Maine since 1830. <clears throat>
1: Mm. Yes, so this is definitely an unusually. That's because of uh,
0: clever use of anti-bear holograms. Obviously, <laughs> yes,
1: since 1830.
0: Oh yeah, we were uh, attacked by a bear back in Dickety Two, but then we fired up the hologram, <laughs> sent that bear a pack, and we did.
1: Also,
2: the bears have to worry about like killer clowns, giant spiders, being run over by trains, mm. werewolves. Various yeah, but what aliens. if you buried?
0: But what if you buried that bear in a pet cemetery? <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe that's what happened
0: maybe that's what's up with this bear uh, i told you not to bury uh, told you How not pets cemeteries not to bury that
2: have there been now now i want
0: a new one i mean i guess the thing with pet cemeteries is it's you know a friendly animal that then becomes unfriendly whereas yeah. a bear is already a bear yeah it's like well, yes. what is the definition of buried in the pet cemetery we're working for what
2: if you're out hunting you kill the bear it happens to die on the pet cemetery and you just you know put a couple rocks on it like Sorry, Bear, I, I no, can't drag you... you back to my truck to skin you.
0: Uh, you, you need uh, a backhoe. Uh, no, you gotta get a backhoe. There's no half-ass in the Pet cemetery. This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta bury it uh, deep down. Yep. Down where the ground went sour, you know.
1: Just, just the top level, that's not gonna do any good. It's gotta be completely encased in the dirt. Gotta get the backhoe.
0: Then again, I guess burying something that's already like mean and hostile in the pet is basically what happens in Pet ter- Terry Two when they bury uh, Clancy Brown in there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he's a big bear, man. Anyway, so they uh, they successfully drive off this bear. Um, Cody Cody calls into the boss just to tell him, you know, give him a little check-in. But unfortunately, he's only getting one bar, so it sounds like he is in terrible danger from a bear.
1: Yeah, he, like, he does literally say that he's got one bar. Yes, uh, but also he says he needs to check in with Blades because Blades is a warrior, and this is true. Blades worries. Yes, he's, he's definitely momming all over this situation throughout this episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we, but like, have you ever been on a phone with one bar and it comes out sounding like a bad walkie-talkie?
0: No, well, admittedly, that is what happens. Well, yes. It's very weird. So indeed, the bots are extremely concerned. Well, three-quarters of the bots are very concerned, and Chase is all, oh, no, 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 we, we were given explicit orders to remain here. Those orders can only be countermanded by Cody, or sorry, by Cade, and Cade is at the movies.
1: Yes. He's at a drive-in, which we discussed in a previous episode. Not in Griffin Rock specifically, but the concept in general.
0: And he's watching a movie with a very Robbie the Robot-esque robot. Yeah. Yes. Very much. And he's also with his lady friend from the last episode. Yes. uh, Haley, Who still does not have any lines and thus is not yet Danica McKellar. Aww. And he's also not answering his phone because, come on, you know, uh, y- you know why Cades at a drive-in movie.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, I was also going to say because it's rude to have your your ringer on, but also like if you're in if you've been put in charge of an emergency unit for the night, maybe you should keep your ringer on,
0: or at least have it not vibrate. It's attached to your lapel. You should feel it if you're paying attention. Which you-, Which
1: you should be because you were put in charge of yes. the emergency dispatch for the yes. night.
0: But also you shouldn't be in charge because you're Cade.
1: Yes. You have no idea what Huxley Prescott is going to jump off of tonight. Come on. <laughs> you need to be paying attention.
0: <laughs> now, let's see. Huxley Prescott is, he's put himself in a shopping cart that's going down uh, Griffin Rock Mountain. I see. Yes. Also, there's something here about a porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, so they the the bots roll out. They get to Canyon Road, which they've been instructed not to cross. Yep. And chase.
1: Absolutely
2: not. Which, well, the, the description is like don't cast cross Canyon Road, as if you're going to cross one road on another. But it's just the paved road turns into the dirt road, and that's. Unless the we don't see the signage that the street name changes, which does happen somewhere up out here when you live in the middle of nowhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. It's different things because technically I, I live on one road, but it's the continuation of another road because the main road ends and, and then the road I'm on just sort of comes out of the woods and merges with the other road.
1: Yeah, where my parents are is like that.
2: Most of the road that I'm on is actually a seasonal road, except for the chunk that I'm on.
0: <laughs> so the three quarters of the bots go, and they are promptly knocked out by this EMP field.
1: Yep. Also, well, it, it is here out. where we find out that somehow, inexplicably, Heatwave is the leader.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, he is. He, well, he has always been the leader, which is insane, I mean, I because he's Heatwave.
1: Well, which yeah, like like...
2: well, the 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 problem with with like the Burns family and and like Cade, Cade is not a good choice to be leader. But with the bots, like it kind of makes
0: sense that Heat Wave would be the one you'd put in charge. I mean, Chase, I guess, t- probably isn't free-thinking enough.
2: Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's your Ultra Magnus. He he's was... a second-in-command by default. Right, and
0: then Boulder is too mellow, yeah. and Blades is too much of a coward. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. <laughs> so, it's so Chase amazing. needs someone to tell him what the rules are. Yes.
0: But Chase is a very good second-in-command.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And he is at his Ultra magnus in this episode. <laughs> yes, it's cute. Yes. So, yeah, they all get knocked out by the EMP. It also happens that uh, they're also parked right on top of this geyser, which goes off every 45 minutes.
2: Of course. Y- you set it up. You have to pay it off. But they're knocked out. They can't move. But they can still talk. But th- they can't. Well, the radio doesn't work because of the EMP whatever thing. The range yes. is dead. And it kills fo ph- But they can still talk to each other. So they're still sentient and they can hear each other so something is still working but it's like their mind is there and they have their little monitor inside their vehicle mode but their vehicle mode is useless it's like elk yes it's turned into a coffin they're trapped in
1: <laughs>
0: <Yikes>. <laughs> poor,
1: poor blades just crashed upside down on top of boulder <laughs> or on top of heat wave which i guess yeah.
0: So now it is it no, is it was on top it was on of boulder on, yes, because it, heat
1: waves heat waves right on the uh, roof is uh is clear for later use.
0: Yes. So yeah, it is now Chase's time to shine, but he is he is constrained by the rules and regulations.
1: <laughs> yes. He he is hindered, he is being held back by his need like, to follow the rules to the letter,
0: like if this got only slightly more worse, you would explode like a computer that Captain Kirk just talked to death.
1: <laughs> yes, but
2: but he, <laughs> yes. like Mister Spock, he says he doesn't lie, but he can lie.
0: Well, he by can... bending
2: the truth a lot and breaking small rules by knocking over a garbage can and causing litter.
0: <laughs> yes, because he calls into <laughs> yes. the emergency line, and says that there is a you know that there is a co- what is it? it's like a code ten eighteen. After he kicks over mm-hmm. and the, yeah, uh, Danny looks it up and it's like a, a litterer, uh, littering or public disturbance.
1: Yeah. Which- <laughs> no. uh, he, he needs
0: the whole team.
1: Yes, he and- needs the whole team to respond to this littering or public disturbance.
0: And you can tell it's just killing him to kick over this garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: right there on the border there. Please
0: forgive me for what I must do. And then they have to use Cade's old
2: uh photo shoot truck again.
0: That's right. Apparently
2: nobody else has a vehicle.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Which is funny. You'd think they would at least have like
2: a family car or something?
1: Camry yeah. or something lying around. A beat up old
2: yeah. van.
0: <laughs> <sighs> And meanwhile, uh, things are getting even worse for uh, for Heatwave because there is a sandwich inside of Heatwave, and the bear wants it. me you know delicious yes. sandwich!
1: Yes, it's very important to keep all your food enclosed in a bear-proof container. Which apparently he is not a bear-proof <laughs> container.
0: Must have left like a window just cracked open, or that's a particularly pungent sandwich.
2: Which, yeah, like they're watertight, as we have seen last episode. Or was it just, yeah, it was last <laughs> Maybe the point. window
0: was rolled down like just a bit.
2: But who was going to roll Maybe. down the window other than Heatwave himself in this situation? Cade?
1: Well,
0: he, yeah, Cade just had it rolled down a little last time he was in him. And then what? he just forgot to roll it back up.
1: He just left it cracked. So it he was just hot.
2: Leave it, left it down in between multiple transformations?
0: I mean, he, he somehow that sandwich is still there. So yes. Okay, Sure. And that sandwich still in one piece is supposed to, like, scattered all over his cabin.
2: Surprisingly, yeah. (laughs) You'd think it'd at least bounce around when he transforms, but no.
1: I do not think that your average bear can actually slash a tire, though. Unless it's, like, super trying. Or really
2: thin. Yeah.
1: So, especially not, like, a truck tire. Like, I don't know. Maybe a car, like, a low, like... A really basic car tire, but no, this is definitely some escaped super bear.
0: I think I can. Uh, I think this just lends more support to my Doc Green's uh, super bear project. Yeah.
1: Yes, I I agree.
0: It was it was, it was it's like in that uh, that movie Man's Best Friend, except it's a dog. Or it's instead of, except it's a bear instead of a dog. That bear may also pee acid. Who knows? Oh well. <laughs>
2: The Maine <laughs> is really close to Canada. This could be an escaped result of the Weapon X program.
0: Oh. The- oh. Well, you know, they have now connected, uh, Brute Force to the Weapon X program.
1: Ooh. Oh no, did they? Yes,
0: they have.
2: That, honestly, for like oh. retcons and Marvel, that one makes sense.
0: And there's a bear on Brute yes. Force.
1: Yes, there is. So, okay. I I accept all of this as ultimately being a big reference to Brute Force. Yes.
0: Yes. So so the Chief and Cody, they investigate, and then of course, because the bots busted a hole in the fence, they are then reattacked by this bear, and they have to run up a cliff. It's
1: very unusual bear behavior.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's
2: oddly aggressive. I, wor- I, want, I worry about that bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we see the traditional. Oh, it's a mother protecting her cubs nearby. No, this is just one bear who's really cranky.
1: That's a good point. Usually, they they go with the like mama bear protecting its cubs, but no, this is just a solitary bear who's just extremely aggressive. So, I I definitely vote for Escape Project, possibly from Weapon X and or brute force. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: So the, the team gets there. They finally, you know, Cade finally says, you know, Ch- Chase, please go, come with us to Griffin Crest. And he's all, at, he goes, at last,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, orders, finally, Order. finally.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so they get there. Uh, of course, obviously Chase can't go in there, but he thankfully has a trunk full of rope for some reason. And a winch. Yeah. Does
2: he
1: does see half so much rope. This is chase. It's a lot of rope.
2: He's always prepared. That makes sense.
0: And also, he was reading that Lad Pioneers Handbook, so he's probably practicing his knots. Yeah,
1: he's always prepared for extreme BDSM situations. <laughs> it's a lot of rope.
0: I mean, that probably appeals to him. There's a lot of rules, a lot of being ordered around. Yeah. It,
1: it, this episode yeah.
2: is a big learning experience yeah. for him. He's learning more about himself.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Fif- just saying he's 50 got shades an onion, of blue. It's like two big cartoon coils of rope. It's it's a lot of rope.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they managed to get uh, boulder and blades out of there, but heatwave is still there. The geyser's about to blow. So Chase is going to have to uh, he's going to have to Im- have to improvise.
1: I I take I have some concern about them treating this geyser as a life-or-death situation yeah, for these space robots.
2: The writing in this episode is bumpy and ridiculous, and, and like, they're treating it mm-hmm. like, oh, that the geyser is going to boil them alive. They're robots. What's it going to do, pop their tires?
1: Yeah, it can't I mean, it's get... they probably
0: that- got, like, components in there that don't want to be boiled.
2: It, it'll blast off any paint on the underside of their fire engine. I, like... It doesn't, like, it seems like it would be a really bad day, but it doesn't seem like it would be a life-threatening injury of any kind to a giant Transformer.
0: You maybe need, like, a line in there about how, like, it'll melt their circuit boards or something.
1: Something! Yeah. It just, it it's a little, it just, does, like, you would think you would need something hotter yeah. than, Not just, to be j- you know.
2: I think the big worry would be, oh, it's so much pressure, it's going to flip him over. Yes.
0: Not that it's going to melt him.
1: But yes, so they have to hurry to get him out of there. They have to get him out of there.
0: So so Chase, uh, Chase heads in, he uh, transforms to robot mode, jumps on top of uh, Heat Wave, is immediately knocked out by the EMP, and then is engulfed by the geyser.
1: The <gasps> no,
0: but then the geyser, uh, the geyser de erupts dissipates. dissipates, and they're both inside this enormous ass bubble tent.
2: <laughs> yes, wait, um, <laughs> okay. The the geyser was to be so hot it could melt metal. How does this instantly inflated plastic tent survive?
0: Listen, he- Space
1: Age material. That's right,
0: and it, hey, he knew that it was resistant to high temperature because it's in the manual. And, well, and they did set I, fire to it earlier, but- Yes, so-
1: Yeah, I, they did have it on fire earlier, which I, I remembered at that point. I was like, oh, they did have a fire under it. Also, okay, so like, this tent doesn't seem very comfortable to sleep in. <laughs> no, cause it's,
2: it's like an almost perfect sphere.
1: It's a sphere It's not You can't There's no flat I mean surface. I guess you could like Ball up at the bottom In a fetal position
2: the, the best you could do is like Cave in the bottom So it's Two Concave things And then you're squished in the middle What? How? <laughs> it seems <laughs> Like unless you're using it to sleep On the ocean I don't see any useful purpose Of having a ball tent Yes
0: uh, and that is, uh, yeah, that is pretty much the end of the episode. You know, uh, Chief says that oh. uh, he and Cody are okay. They're going to camp out here and uh, the rest of you can uh, get out of here.
2: Oh, and then um, I think maybe it's Chase that says something as, as they're wrapping up. Like, oh, no, it's even before that. Like, the elderly Mr. Parker is a super hot guy. Zer. <laughs>
1: Also, as they're pulling Heatwave and Chase out of there, there's just very, like, prime music. It's just mm-hmm. this very, you know, Transformers Prime swell of uh, pseudo-Steve Jablonsky music. Do, do they share... It's very dramatic. Do
2: they share soundtrack writers?
0: I don't believe so, no.
1: It's Brian Tyler is the the actual Prime series composer. I don't know about Rescue mm. Uh
0: Let me see if I can find out who did this.
1: Who did this? <laughs> who has done this thing? <laughs> At the very least,
0: according to the wiki, it was not uh, Brian Tyler. Okay,
1: That's fair. I mean, you know, referencing Steve Jablonsky is something that various people can yeah. do.
0: I'm just in the same way that Steve Jablonsky is a very Hans Zimmer-esque uh, composer.
1: Yeah, that too. I mean, I
0: think Zimmer was his mentor. Yeah, uh, so, so. yeah, I was about to ask. Cares mm-hmm. what he's done lately? Um, uh. Oh, he did the Retired. he did the score for Bloodshot.
2: Oh, oh, the last
0: movie that a bunch of people saw. <laughs>
1: Ah, everything's all. Ah, oh, do you think Cade was there watching Trolls World Tour?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, does that have Robbie the robot in it? No, in I don't
2: 2012. Know. What, what even would have been out in 2012? Although drive theaters tend to get things. I think uh, 2012 didn't later.
0: come out in. That came out in like 20, 2009. Oh, well,
1: I love yeah. that movie so much, though. It's so good. <clears throat> And by uh, good I mean terrible, but also good.
0: <laughs> he could have been seeing The Avengers, ooh. Skyfall, ooh. The Dark Knight Rises, uh the first of those Hobbit movies, The Hunger Games ooh,
2: ooh, a, hobbit with a Robot
0: da, da, da. Robo-
1: These all seem Hob- like good movies.
0: A Hobot? Hobot? What what would you call a Robot Hobbit? I
1: don't
0: know. Hobbot?
2: Hobbot, probably.
0: And I like to think this is just an extremely weird print of uh, Moonrise Kingdom, <laughs> or or Lincoln, <laughs> or Les Misérables, Four Score and Seven a grow. bleep Leap. <laughs> Was
1: that the the Hugh Jackman one? Maybe Haley just wanted to see Hugh Jackman singing.
0: Hey, I saw it in the theater. Oh. Uh, Hugh Jackman, pretty good singer. Russell Crowe, pretty not good singer. Ooh. Uh there is a scene though where he jumps off a bridge and there is some amazing foley work as his spine explodes when he hits the water. Oh yeah. The, yeah. It's like somebody breaking a big bunch of celery.
2: Yeah, it just splats in a weird way. Well, it's presumably a dummy. It's
0: a good dummy though. But it just I mean, sort of pro- flops. Well, it's not it's not his pose, it's the noise. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that is um, Rules and Regulations. It's it's an okay episode, not my favorite. Yeah, I... Except for the chase stuff, I kind of
2: don't like the episode. Good chase stuff, though. But it's good for chase. I,
1: I, did, I did like uh, Blades. I like just all of them just momming at everybody. Yes. It's very adorable.
0: And, uh, yeah, so uh, so now it is time for Tokusetsu Corner.
1: Yay.
2: Oh, wait, what is the episode title? Um, uh, this week
1: on. <laughs> You're like, what am I doing?
2: Anyway? Uh, QQ Sentai, Go Go Five! We have, uh, The Thief with Calamity, or, oh no, what is it? Uh, The Thief with the Saima Egg. I was looking at the wiki and they use a different name. It's a yellow episode. <laughs> it has to deal with him trying to catch, and, like, the first case he was on, he, he was a bike cop. His first case was like a like grocery store thief, or, or no, it was like a Seven Eleven equivalent thief, and like it's he's his they do like Seven
1: Eleven over there
2: because well yeah or um what's the other one I'm blanking the one I've been in there. anyway the like this thief kept getting away so he was like the Zenigata to his Lupin the third <laughs> but but he's just this petty annoying punk with blue hair. And somehow he gets mixed up in stealing the egg of a super strong demon Deimos that the, the alien Sima family were going to hatch and the thief steals it and, and then tries to ransom it back to the alien monsters for millions of yen and the silliness that comes out of that. And, and the, the, the mooks of this series, the henchmen, the, the imps, they the noise they make is sorta of, it sounds kinda of like they're saying chicky chicken. So they're going chicky chicken, <laughs> chicky chicken, chicken in the backgrounds while they're going after the egg. The egg, the egg Yay, it's a Jawa connection. Mandalorian. <laughs> um and the monster, they do make this episode uh what is this called? Um reward beast garaga? Looks kinda of like a funky chicken. Like like he's a monstrous <laughs> leather clad chicken monster who th- this is com pure comedy from beginning to end this episode. Like th- this show has gags quite often because it's sent It's sort of mostly for kids, but this episode is, is just nonstop funny gags. Admittedly, some of them don't work like um the Rangers at the end. They're setting up a sting at the place where the aliens are going to trade the money. They don't actually have money. It's just a suitcase full of leaves for the egg. Mm. <laughs> and and they're all dressed up in cosplay. Like one of them's a hippie with a guitar. One of them's a mom with a stroller. One's a businessman. And one of the guys has to dress up in drag. I think it's the Blue Ranger. But again, it's hard to tell them apart sometimes. <laughs> it's just, oh, they're all wearing wigs. And I think it's the Blue Ranger goes by so quick but in uh, cross-dressing i've discovered is apparently a ro- long-running thing in sentai sometimes well cross play either goes either way but it's a thing and that kind of doesn't work well it's not played as a gag so much but it's there to be a gag presumably it's a happens a lot worse than anyway it's a fun episode because it's stupid <laughs> because it, it's chasing after an egg and nonsense with the crook and and it's a fun stupid little episode. I would kind of recommend this one. Like if you're going to watch one episode, this is a good one to start. It's like this is stupid. I like it. <laughs> oh, oh and one of the gags, I don't want to spoil everything, but like the turkey monster chicken thing sends out the imps to go go get the egg go get eggs collect eggs and they raid a grocery store for eggs Eggs. and bring them back no these are the wrong kind of eggs (laughs) it's pretty good stupid but good
0: okay so we will be back next week with another exciting episode of uh, transformers rescue bots but until then you can find us all over the internet we're on facebook we're on twitter and we have a patreon
1: Yes, we are hosted on iconunderground.net, uh, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is patreon.com slash iconunderground. Uh, and we are back to the gentle, comforting world of kimono friends. <laughs> uh, which is totally nice and happy and not terrifying at all. It got terrifying. A little bit. <laughs> Stuff. Stuff got serious.
0: All right. So until next week, when we find the lost bell, I'm Rob.
1: Hey. I'm Jen.
2: I'm Stigma. Justice Ducks assemble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. Okay. I was like half a second late, but it's fine. Okay. I was re-reviewing my notes and jogging my own memory because, like I said, I I watched the episode and then binged like five hours of DuckTales. (laughs) Overnight shifts are hard.
0: And especially since if you have Disney+, Plus, you have to put them all in the right order yourself.
1: Yeah, so I had, like, a tab open oh. that was just the the tweet from one of the head writers with the correct order, so I kept having to sit up.
0: I mean, I guess it's appropriate because it means that you had to both uh, solve a mystery and rewrite history.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> Still got to finish the uh, second half of that uh, that second season.
1: Hmm. No, I I did definitely get to the uh, the the one with the the secret berry formula.
0: Oh yes, that <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> Bouncing here and there and everywhere.
0: I've really got to get oh. to the uh, the Darkwing Duck episode because I was uh, I was a big Darkwing Duck mark as a boy.
1: Yes, I am. I am looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, so, anyway, I'm ready to start when everybody else is.
1: I've, I'm apparently a little congested, but otherwise okay. ready to go.
0: Uh David?
2: Uh Yeah, I guess. I mean, okay. there's no rush. We, we don't try. have to. Just, no. Well, we we, we we do at some point. <laughs> well, well at some point, but, I mean, if you, know.
1: I could go yeah. play yeah. Animal Crossing for the rest you, of the night. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Anyway.
2: Oh, I want to play WoW and other things and WatchCraft, anyway
1: get wow running on this version of linux oh yeah
2: good luck with that
1: (laughs) It, it seems to be like i said this particular version is like it's a little more like deluxe than a lot of the others so it's sort of like you know takes up more space and and runs a little slower so you might not want to use it but it Seems to come with all the fiddly little driver files that you need to actually run video games. So again, it's put together by a company that sells $2,000 laptops. So they, they kind of want it to work really well.
0: There are duck mermaids. Uh, Wait, so weird. <laughs> well, they're, they're also non-duck selkies who are yes. hilariously murderous.
2: Yeah, also yeah the, the murderous ponies no, the that's Kelpies. one of the two
0: episodes i've seen well actually i there was yes. like a like a fish person on darkwing duck who i think was from like from like atlantis who was like a Ooh. like a scaly duck the fish parts
1: that sounds oh. yeah she was uh, she
0: was one of that like uh pseudo justice league they had
1: ha huh.
0: The oh. uh, the Justice Ducks, which I think was Darkwing Duck, uh, Gizmo Duck. There's that like uh, Doctor Strange lady, and there was the mm-hmm. the the Mer Duck, and then there was that guy who was a dinosaur. <laughs> Just
1: a dinosaur. Well, I mean, he was
0: like a guy who was turned. Well, he was a duck or something who was turned into a half duck half Stegosaurus.
1: mm Hmm. Okay. That also sounds familiar.
0: Anyway, so uh, shall we start up?
1: Yeah. I'm ready. All right.